Welcome to this episode of the Life of Lifelong, the Learning and Leadership Podcast. <laughs> welcome back if you're not new. Welcome if you're brand new. Uh, my name is Coach Molly from Three Pines Leadership, and I'm so glad you're spending this part of your day with me, either on YouTube or on your favorite podcast platforms, or maybe you're watching the live stream episode. Welcome one and welcome all. Yay! Well, let's actually get into what we're talking about today because this episode is all about productivity. It's about getting stuff done. And we're talking about everything from morning routines to success habits and everything in between. And even I'll give you a whole slew of tips that you can use to banish product to banish uh, procrastination from your life. Don't banish productivity. That's what you need to cultivate in your life. Um, yeah, so there's some news. There's always news. I love to start every episode with some news and some gratitude. So our brand new news. Um, you can now leave us voice messages. That's right. So for every episode, you can check on in at uh, anchor.fm slash lifelong slash message. The link is in the description box or the show notes. And you can send us messages. Let me know what what you want to discuss. Let me know your thoughts on what we talk about. Let me know anything and everything you want to share. And I also have the capability of being able to share those voice messages on the podcast. So maybe you have something totally awesome, totally amazing that you are thankful for, something amazing that's happening in your life. So many different things you can send me um, and let's share those together. And uh, yeah, so this episode, we actually have a sponsor. Um, and that sponsor is the Mindset and Impact Virtual Summit. So last week we talked about this, but I'll tell you all about it a little bit more. All right, so you can get your free ticket to this life-changing virtual event. All you have to do is head on over to leadershipmade.com and sign up. Not only is it a free event, not only is it a three-day event packed with so many inspiring speakers, your mind will be blown. And not only am I hosting it, but the very best part, the very, very best part is that you don't have to wear pants. See, if if you know anything about me, you know that I live a very down with, with pants pants lifestyle. Like I am I am very pro comfort in most areas of my life. And so that's why I've designed this summit so that it can be dress code optional. That means you can show up in your pajamas, you can show up in your bathing suit, you can show up in your birthday suit. It doesn't matter. I want you to get the messages from these speakers. I want you to hear their stories and learn the lessons that they have to share with you. So register today. You can bring your friends, your family, invite all the change makers in your community and your neighborhood as well. Register for free at leadershipmade.com and you can sign up for free if you didn't hear that the first time I said it. <laughs> so now that we can turn this podcast into more of a conversation with all these voice memos and stuff, I have a question for you guys. Once you've registered for the Mindset and Impact Virtual Summit, 
Go register for that at leadershipmade.com. Then I want you to head on over and leave me a voice message. Let me know what you are most excited about in your life. What are you looking forward to? What are you working towards? What exciting thing in your life is just around the corner? I really, really want to hear from you guys. I want to know what's going on in your lives. And of course, if you haven't already, you can follow me on all of my social platforms. I'm also now on Twitter. Uh, yeah, it's a thing now. <laughs> so follow me on all of those different platforms. For, you can check out our live streams, our recorded videos, some of our cool Instagram stuff. We do lots of quotes and inspirational stuff. Um, and check us out on Twitter and Facebook because that's where I'm going to be sharing a lot of the cool stuff that's happening on this journey that I'm going on right now. So that'll be super exciting. I can't wait to see you guys there. <laughs> oh, I also have um, I also have more, more news. Yep, that's right. That's right. Uh, the Business Building Book Club that we do live on Fridays right now. By request, there's been so many of you who have been asking about it. I have now turned the Business Building Book Club lives into podcast episodes. So those will start being launched every Tuesday starting on the 23rd of June. So on that date, I'll drop all of the previous episodes so you can catch up on your favorite podcast platforms. So that's the Business Building Book Club. We're season one. We're doing dot-com secrets from the amazing Russell Brunson. And remember, you can get your free copy of that book so you can follow along at leadershipmade.com slash DCS, dot-com secrets. <laughs> Yay! All right, well... I, I also like to start every episode with some gratitude. So I'm going to tell you what I'm grateful for in a story that connects us to what we're actually talking about today. So earlier this week, I had a an invitation to do a morning virtual coffee, tea kind of sit down chat with a dear friend of mine, Samantha Gooden from Fearless Entrepreneurs. And I was like, yeah, let's just jump onto this call. Let's let's see what's going on in the world. And I was so excited. It was amazing to have such great conversation, share some really high vibrations and make sure that we're, we're having connections. As entrepreneurs, those connections are vital. While we sit in this world where many people are still in isolation, the way we do business has changed, the way we communicate has changed. Having those virtual connections is so important. So when we were chatting, she told me that her idea behind these chats is mostly because um, her coach inspired her to, to have these high vibration connections every day. And I was like, that is something, that's a really cool idea. And so we, we sat down and we had this amazing conversation full of gratitude and full of support. And I just, big shout outs to Samantha and Fearless Entrepreneurs, like, yeah. Yeah, you're going to be seeing a lot of pretty awesome stuff coming out of um, of the two of us very, very soon. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so my experience having this super awesome high vibration conversation so early in the morning was it kind of might become a new replacement for caffeine in my life. Um, I was... Uh, I find that when I get work done at the beginning of the day, which we'll talk about when I we get into morning routines and stuff, but I find that having that um, the opportunity to get stuff done, to be productive, to make connections, to you know start tackling those big things in our lives, not trying to sift through all the sand and whatnot, trying to move those big boulders. Once you get that kind of stuff done in the morning, 
you start to really find this new energy and you can really tap into that. So I'm super, super thankful um, to Samantha for having that awesome call with me and uh, and kind of helping me change my, my morning routine. So yeah. And yeah, so let's talk about the let's talk about the power of morning routines. One of my favorite things in the world to talk about. So here is here's my advice for building a morning routine. It's very simple. These are things that you can do right now. <laughs> so first thing is to set your alarm clock in the morning and set that alarm clock for an hour earlier than you would usually get up. So those of you who aren't getting your proper seven to eight hours of sleep every night, change when you're going to bed, first of all. Adjust it so that you're getting your seven hours of sleep and you're waking up an hour earlier than you usually would. You're making an hour of time in your day for you, for your self-development, for your growth. Either if you're an entrepreneur or if you, you work for another company or if you're a stay-at-home parent, there are these, or if you're a student, these this kind of morning routine is what's going to set your day on fire, all right? So we're carving out that one extra hour in the morning and we are spending that hour on self-development, okay? I'm gonna give you six different ways that you can work on your self-development, really simple model. Uh, and But the bottom line is that you can divide that 60 minutes amongst any of these six categories, all right? So the first thing is silence. So build in time for reflection, meditation, deep breathing, or prayer. That's one thing that you can do. The other thing you can do is to have affirmations. I talk a ton about the power of affirmations and the language that we use to construct um, our outlook on life and our, narr our self-narrative. So spend some time on affirmations. So build room to develop and repeat your positive affirmations. You can get a whole bunch of awesome affirmations in the Three Pines uh, membership area that I'll be telling you more about in the next coming months. The third thing that you can do is spend time on visualization. So a moment, take a moment to visualize your goals. And you can do this by, if you're a creative type and you like to really ta be tangible with what you're seeing, then create a vision board or a collage or just doodle in your journal. There's so many different ways that you can make those goals real. And you do that by well, I always talk a lot about the different ways that we connect information in our brain and the neural pathways that we create. And I am always telling you guys how important it is to process information in as many ways as you possibly can with different senses, different parts of your body, etc., etc., because that's what's going to create new and innovative connections in our brains. So what I'm saying here is if you start to visualize things just in your head, that's step one. Once you start taking that and actually seeing it with your eyes, that's a different way of creating pathways. Once you have the, the tangible, once you're making that vision board or you're creating that collage or you're doodling in your journal or whatever that is, you're using your body now to create that image. And now you're creating a third and even stronger connection in your brain. It sounds really goofy, I know, but those are the things you need to be thinking of. How can I use this information? Go for a walk and, and talk to yourself. Talk out loud if you want to. It sounds totally crazy, but 
that's a really that's a different way to process that information in a different area of your brain again building that stronger connection so the fourth thing you can do i've kind of gotten a little on a tangent there but the fourth thing you can do is exercise or movement again it's using a different part of our body so when we exercise we uh, we benefit not only our physical body but our mental health as well you you don't even need to exercise for a long amount of time like a brisk walk a five minute jump start a 10 minute warm-up a 15 minute little harder exercise kind of thing just build something into your day that gets you moving I love to do some stretching and some yoga in the morning and then do a nice little bit of cardio like a walk or a run or a jog around the block or a little stroll with my dog in the morning those are the kinds of things that again are going to help give you more energy in the morning and help you get ready to tackle big things the fifth thing that you can do that is one of my favorite things to do in the morning is read. There's so many different books that you can read on self-development or in areas that you're interested or passionate about. So develop your mind by reading a few pages from a self-help book, for example, or a business book, for example. Something, it doesn't need to be like an hour of reading. It can literally be like, I'm going to read three pages of this book and you know, it's like a, the journey of a thousand miles starts with one step. Like literally the, the journey of a 500 page book starts with one page. You can do one page a day. You can do whatever you want. I like to do 30 minutes in the morning and 30 minutes before bed. And I like to have about three or four books on the go at a time so that I have a lot to choose from. If I feel like doing um, a business related book or I feel like a self-help book or I feel like a fiction book or some poetry maybe, just keep that variety available but use that time as a way to develop um, not only new connections in your brain but develop new habits and the last thing that you can do to create a killer morning routine is uh, scribbling stuff down to start writing so use this time to journal write your thoughts down um, I know a lot of people who use this time as um, to do prayer journaling and to write down their gratitude journals or write down your goals for the day Again, this is another way to process that information um, in different areas of your brain so that you're kind of, when you work out, when you go to the gym, and you, I, I do a lot of weightlifting, so when you, you go to the gym, you warm up, and you warm up from head to toe. It doesn't matter if it's leg day, you're going to warm up your upper body as well. You're going to warm up the whole system. So it's the same thing when you wake up in the morning. You want to wake up and you want to warm up the whole mental system. You want to warm up your areas of writing. You want to warm up your body. You want to warm up your body and mind connection. All of those different areas, you want to do just a couple minutes to just check in and wake them up. Kind of shake off the dust and wake them up and get them ready to be productive during the day. So there's, there's lots of different things that you can do. So please leave me a voice memo. Um, go to anchor.fm slash lifelong slash messages and leave me a voicemail. Let me know what kind of stuff is in your morning routine. And if you are brave enough, only if you are brave enough to take on some of these ideas and build them into your morning routine, let me know how it's going. If you want to accept that challenge, leave me a message. Let me know. I accept the challenge and I will help you stay accountable because these kind of things, seriously, baby steps, one little bit at a time, you incorporate these little things in your life and eventually great things will happen and great things will come of that. 
So now let's talk about um, some some daily success habits. <laughs> let's talk about how we can create um, success in our day, how we can set ourselves up for success. When you look at the big projects and the big goals that you set in life, they can be really overwhelming when you're like, you realize where you're starting from and where you want to be. Yeah, it's fantastic to visualize what it feels like or what it looks like to be at your goal. But then you look back and you see how long and treacherous that journey might be and it can become very overwhelming for people. But if you have the mindset of baby steps and of incorporating little things and little habits, uh, it can be a little, it can be a lot easier, let's be honest. It can be a lot easier. So instead of trying to change your entire life and every, every habit that you have, start with trying to do one thing new every day. So here's a list of some of the things that I do that have made my life a heck of a lot more productive. Um, and these are just very simple habits that you can incorporate into your life as well. Are we ready? Yeah. All right. Let's get into it. So the first thing is to plan your day ahead of time. So the night before, sit down with your calendar, either a written calendar or online calendar, or computer calendar, the one in your phone, whatever. Sit down the night before and plan out what you need to get done, what your appointments are or meetings or anything like that, who you need to call, what you need to go shopping for, what you need to order, what emails you need to respond to, etc, etc. So that way when you wake up the next morning, you know exactly where to start. And you can start knocking those things off your to-do list before you even open your email so that when you open your email, we all know we're adding more tasks to our to-do list. So let's start writing them down the night before. So when we get up and we start working, we can start knocking those things off before we're flooded with more things to do. This way, we also know what we're, what we're packing. We know how to dress. We know what, what we need when we leave the house or when we sit down at the office, etc., etc. It helps us plan so much more of our life um, and helps us get so much more done. And it really only takes a couple of minutes. It's a great thing to incorporate as well into an evening journaling session. Spend time dumping and f like f spend that time, a designated amount of time figuring out, okay, this amount of time I'm spending on thinking about tomorrow, that time is now done. And now it's time to think about my future goals. That way you can dump those thoughts and those worries um, into your, your schedule for the day so that you're not focused and you're worried about that at night. You're not tossing and turning going, oh no, I can't forget this meeting. Oh no, I can't forget to bring this. Or oh no, I can't forget to bring the kids here because you already, you've already given yourself that assurance that you, you know these things are going to get done because you scheduled them ahead of time. The next thing I want you to do is just what I said earlier is schedule yourself a morning routine. Whatever it looks like, use the ideas that I gave you, toss my ideas out the window and find something else that works for you too. The point is routine. Routine throughout our whole life, like having j routine for everything, that's really bad for our brains. But having routine and structure in certain areas of our life allows us to be more creative in other times when we, we, when we need to be more creative. So it allows us to kind of turn parts of us onto autopilot so that we can reserve that energy and creativity for when it's more beneficial. So the next thing I want you to think about is building quiet time. So that's meditation or time for prayer or time for reflection. At the beginning of your day, take time to be quiet. 
to recognize those feelings that that are coming up. Are you nervous? Are you excited? Are you scared for the day? Just recognize and acknowledge those feelings. Thank your body for giving you those signals and then move on with your day, recognizing that. It's going, all right, I felt a little bit anxious today. And now I'm going to journal and maybe kind of get into why I might be anxious so that I can prepare myself for maybe maybe moving that anxiety to the side and, and building more excitement and turning that emotion into more excitement for whatever it is, like an interview or whatever you're nervous about. And if you've been following me for a while, you will know and hopefully you will have incorporated this tip into your life. Build gratitude into your day every part of your day. <laughs> Having a gratitude journal is so important. My mom used to do, um, she used to have this beautiful like um, little pot kind of thing, like a nice little flower pot kind of thing. She'd put it on her desk and every day she'd write down what she's grateful for and then she'd put it in the jar and then a year later she'd be able to go back and, and check out these things and reflect on her year with all of this, these things that she was grateful for. It's a great way to look back on a year, especially this year, being so challenging for so many people. Why not start now and at the end of the year, you'll have six months worth of gratitude written down. You should try it. So gratitude journals, gratitude jars, all of that kind of stuff. I'm a huge proponent of sharing that gratitude. I don't, like there's, it's one level to, to just acknowledge that you are grateful for things. It's a completely different level to actually take that step and share that gratitude with the people um, and organizations and whatnot that, that you are grateful for. Um, going back to what I was saying earlier in this episode, talking to Samantha in the morning, uh, that that 15 minute or half hour chat was so full of reflective gratitude. Um, it kind of amplified those, those great feelings. And when, and I've said this before in, in previous episodes, when we acknowledge each other and when we, um, when we tell people how much they mean to us and we thank them for the things that they do, they're more likely to want to follow you. They're more likely to want to spend time with you. Um, so and we do that because we like to be around people who make us feel good. Um, so, yeah, take some time to reflect that gratitude. Write thank you notes. Send, start your day with an email. That's what I've been doing for the last couple of weeks. I start every day with an email of gratitude towards someone who has made a massive impact on my life. And that has, is a way to start my day with, with such feelings of gratitude and then that's that gratitude ends up being reflected back to me throughout the day which is by far the best feeling ever ever <laughs> the next thing I suggest that you do if you want to build some more successful habits into your day is to read an inspirational book so you can read self-help books you can read um, personal development books you can read leadership books but find things that spark a passion in you find things find books and stories that you really deeply connect with we all remember being a kid in school when they made us read, right? We had to read because we were told we had to read. There was never, you never really wanted to read the books that made no sense to you, that didn't connect to you. 
But I'm sure if you're a reader, you found at least one book out there that's touched you deeply, that's really connected to your story. Maybe it's uh, reflect it's reflective of your past experiences, or maybe a character thinks the way that you do, or maybe it's reflective of where you see yourself and where you want to see yourself. Whatever it is, find something that ignites it in you, that inspires you, and use that as a tool. Uh, I'm not saying it's a caffeine replacement, but it's a great addition um, if you're looking to build more energy in your life so you can get more stuff done. <laughs> also, as I've said before, is move your body. Move your body on a regular basis. Yes, in the morning, definitely. Move your body during the day. A lot of us, especially if we're working from home, we're sitting at that same desk all day. Remember to take those breaks. Remember to get up and move. I've, re I've rejigged my own setup so that I can have a standing desk and I can stand up when I do a lot of my podcasts and stuff. Full disclosure, I'm totally sitting down right now, but I do have the capability of standing up if I want to and getting more movement in. Um, I know if, when we're sitting at our desks um, working from home, it can be really challenging to carve out that time, especially if you have kids at home and you're like, I can't, I can't leave the office or I can't let the kids know I'm home. We have to take those risks or find some space in your own office and do some like dips on your chair or just get yourself moving. And hey, if you're stuck in an office all by yourself and you're trying to hide from the kids, uh, the kids don't really know the Macarena these days. So I highly recommend just using that alone time to just, you know, do do your favorite dance. Yeah, highly suggest it. <laughs> all right. So there's also this saying um, about eating a frog. When it talks, when we talk about productivity, and I have heard some people recently um, really misinterpreting that. So the idea is the night before we've written down our tasks list, we've written out our appointments for the day, so we know what we have to do in the next the next morning. So the idea is, if you, uh, I think the saying goes, if your job is to eat a frog, then eat it first. If your job is to eat two frogs then start early or something like that. But the idea is if your job is to do something you don't really want to do, then start early. Oh no, it's not start early. It's eat the big one first or something like that. If you can get up the energy in the morning to start those big tasks and you accomplish those big tasks, you move them out of the way, you look at the rest of your list and you're like, wow, these are all like really quick and easy things I can get done. When you figure out where, what time of day you have the most energy, that's a great way also to, to um, prioritize your tasks. I know I have way more energy in the morning, so that's why I like to get the big important tasks over first thing in the morning. So by like nine o'clock in the morning, I got so much done, I can even just kind of write off the rest of the day if I really wanted to. So those are some tips that you can incorporate in your life to build healthy um, success habits, habits of productivity. And they're not overly nerdy, I don't think. I think they're things that are going to help you um, do, do well, do well in your life. <laughs> All right, as promised, um, I will let you know some, uh, 
some inside secrets about the summit. <laughs> so again, today's episode is sponsored by the Mindset and Impact Virtual Summit, which I am hosting July 13, 14, and 15. It is a pants optional virtual summit where you can join for free. Absolutely. Head on over to leadershipmade.com and get your free ticket. Let everyone know about this. Let the change makers in your community know about this. Let your friends, your family, your brothers, your sisters, your moms, your dads, your cousins, bring everyone. It'll be a really great time. We have a great lineup of speakers who are talking about resiliency. We're going to give you great tips about controlling your mindset and using that to like harness the power of your mindset to get amazing things done. And then on the third day of the summit, we're we're going to meet some amazing people who are using their skills, their talents, their abilities, their histories to change the world from baby steps to international steps. If you want to make the world a better place, just start doing it. So get your free ticket to the Mindset and Impact Virtual Summit at leadershipmade.com. Yeah. All right. So let's now talk about ways that you can banish the evil procrastination from your life. Because I, I, I am a professional procrastinator. I've used every excuse in the book. Like I, I used to tell myself that if you, um, that I worked better under pressure. I really like that one. I, in university, I spent a lot of time telling myself that um, I was most creative when I was working on a last, uh, a, a, like a really late deadline or something like this. I, I My brain totally worked better on a lack of sleep and um, way too much caffeine and uh, really not having enough time to do my readings. Like, it, it doesn't work. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. The best way to study is to study a little bit every day. And that way you never actually have to study at the end of the term before the exam. You can just read through your notes, but that information's already had time to percolate and get down into your subconscious. And that way you're now answering or you're responding in your exam um, with your gut feelings, with um, what your, your intuition rather than having to actually rationalize and think about things. That uses energy, that stresses us out. Um, I promise, I promise. I have spent most of my life in post-secondary education and I have, I am living proof <laughs> that that is the easiest way to study. Just saying. <laughs> so anyways, procrastination doesn't work. <laughs> It really doesn't work. Uh, it's harder, it's more stressful, um, and it uses way more energy than it needs to. So what I want to, uh, to tell you today are a handful of different ways that you can bust procrastination out of your life. All right, here we go. A lot of these are going to be very similar to the things we were talking about when it comes to building healthy, successful habits, as well as things that you need to incorporate in your morning routine. I'm not repeating these to bore you. I'm repeating these to, dr to drill the importance into your head. These, if, if you're hearing this come up multiple times, maybe it's something that you should be doing in your life. Just a hint. So the first thing is to exercise. Yeah, that's right. Once we're getting our body moving, we're a lot more motivated to get stuff done. So when we're um, an object in motion stays in motion, we've always heard this, right? So if you're moving your body and you're, you're getting your your blood's pumping around you you're all excited things like that um your brain is going to be a lot more um a lot sharper and a lot and a lot more a lot easier to tune in to be on task so there we go 
Another great, great way that I am totally incorporating into every aspect of my life right now is collaboration. When you're working with other people, you're kind of tied to them. You're, you're in some ways um, responsible to them. Even if, if you're like the leader of the team or whatever, you have people you need to be accountable to. And that way you're going to stay on task. You're going to hand your things in on time. You're going, if you believe in that team and you believe in the project you're working on, you're going to be a heck of a lot more um, productive. You're going to create a lot more value when you're able to openly collaborate with others. So that's a great way to just not even let procrastination into the project at all. I'd also say recommend taking a break. So give yourself um, scheduled breaks throughout the day. I am a huge proponent of the Pomodoro method. So that's the idea of setting a timer. The Pomodoro method comes out of those um, those old kitchen timers that looked like tomatoes. Um, yeah, Pomodoro, tomato, tomato timer. So set your timer for like 25 minutes. In that 25 minutes, you focus only on one task in front of you. When the time is up, you then give yourself a five-minute break, and you can do whatever you want in that five minutes. Then you go back and you set your timer again for 25 minutes, and you focus only on one task, and then take a five-minute break, and you repeat this. So you go through four rounds of focus and break, and then you give yourself like a 15 or a 20-minute break. And go, like, move in, during that break. Go do things. Go dance. Go be silly. Go take your dog for a walk. Go play with the kids. But that way, you can turn your brain on and you can turn your brain off. It's the same with our heart. When we're training cardio, we want to be able to elevate our heart level quickly and efficiently and then let it cool down quickly and efficiently. So if we can use that same idea when it comes to training our brain to be productive, we give our sp ourselves space to space and time to be really, really productive, really, really on task, keep our brain really focused on that. And then we give our brain a break. Remember recess in elementary school? Recess used to be a time that it would give us a break. Same thing. Make sure that you're taking breaks on a regular basis. And I like to listen to music as well when I do the Pomodoro method. Um, if you're interested in that, I have new mixes, like focus mixes, that come out on my YouTube channel every, uh, every week. I think they're going to be on Thursdays now. Who knows? Uh, we got a couple up there already. So they're like half hour-ish mixes um, just to give you some instrumental music so you can focus on things like that. So you can check those out on the Three Pines Leadership YouTube page. Might as well throw that up there um, in case you missed all of our social platforms. The other thing that you can do uh, to banish procrastination is to chunk your tasks together. So we are the evening before, we're going to write down all of our tasks and then we can look at them and figure out which ones can you do together. What are tasks that you have to do sitting at your desk? What are tasks that you can do while walking around? What are tasks that you have to do on the phone, etc, etc. So put things together in groups like that and then you can, you can rearrange your day that way. That way, when you have all of these little tasks, you group them together and then they become a big boulder that once you get all of those done, that's something big that you can push out of your way and feel like you've accomplished a lot more. You can also, uh, as I've mentioned, when we talk about our morning routines, you can get up earlier. So carve out that extra time in your day, but don't do it if you're already below um, recommended levels of sleep. Adjust your sleep. It's a great way to keep you on task. 
always just like uh, working out, working out our muscles. We do it on a regular basis if we actually want to see improvements. So building productivity into your life on a daily basis, I highly recommend. That way, you're kind of building up resistance to to the idea of procrastinating. If that makes any sense to you guys, I also recommend owning it when you feel like you need to procrastinate recognizing in yourself like no right now is not the time I really it's not the time to focus right now I need to just binge watch this tv show recognizing that and giving yourself permission because once you give yourself permission to procrastinate or to slack off it's no longer um weighted with the negative feelings of um uh, like the negative feelings of failure, like I'm failing at trying to get stuff done. Instead, you see it as recognizing that your body isn't ready for that um, and then building some time in um, when you can. So it's that on and off switch. Remember, it's the these are times to be productive and these are times not to and recognizing when our body's ready for each of those. I also recommend uh, re recognizing what overwhelms you. So I find that Lots of social media and email and all of that stuff. Having that open all day is really distracting. So every once in a while, I will close them all off. I'll turn off notifications on my phone. And when I have my focused Pomodoro study time or my focus time, all of those bells and whistles are off so that I'm not distracted by that kind of stuff. So take time to do that. If you have the opportunity and the space and the time and the luxury of being able to turn off social media and turn off your phone for longer periods of time, like when we used to go on vacation, <laughs> I, I, I recommend doing that as well. I had an amazing time um, earlier this year detox, like doing a digital detox uh, from, from Costa Rica, and it was definitely everything I needed definite great way to recharge so that again when you come back to it you're focused and you're ready you're not like oh no email overwhelm yeah as I mentioned earlier have music so I love to listen to like chilled out kind of music um so you can check out my mixes on the three pines leadership youtube page they're super fun um they are designed for focusing they are designed to keep you in a space of concentration and relaxation so you can get stuff done. As I've mentioned before, taking time to reflect is also a great way to recognize when you're being productive and when you're not and to identify patterns. Uh, if we have times of the day or certain times of like, yeah, certain times of the day where we're like, ah, we're so not productive. Um, or maybe after after certain meetings at work or when things happen with the kids or whatever, our productivity levels are reduced. And the only way we can actually identify that is if we write them down and we look for those patterns. So it's important to reflect. Reflect on, your, on how, how productive are you being? What are your levels? How interested? How passionate are you about that? And, and look for those kinds of patterns. Try and do more of the things that are helping you be more productive and less of the things that are helping you be more distracted duh <laughs> also make lists i'm a huge list maker from to-do lists to shopping lists and everything in between for those of you who are worriers for those of you who have trouble sleeping at night because you're going through the list of things you have to do or the things you're worried about forgetting write them down have a book beside your bed so when you're ha when those thoughts pop up when you're trying to sleep just write them down and allow yourself to let those thoughts go so that you've written them down. You're not going to forget about them. You can address them in the morning when it's time to be productive. 
When it's time to sleep, it's time to sleep. And you have to train your brain into being able to do that. And then you can incorporate that throughout all other aspects of your life. You can start to use your to-do lists. Um, I like to just keep a general to-do list uh, notebook. So when I'm at the office, I'm focusing on things at the office. I'm not focusing on things at home. So if other non-office related thoughts come up, they just go in my notebook and I can deal with them when it's that time. Again, it's that segmenting uh, parts of our life when we're supposed to be productive, when we're supposed to be relaxed, when we're supposed to be sleeping, etc., etc. Those kinds of habits build long-term productivity. You also want to um, stop over-planning. I know, I know you're going to bite me for this one because it sounds so contrary to what I've been saying before. Don't over plan things. And I am so guilty of having done that in the past. Absolutely. I planned every minute of my day. I remember when I was a teenager, literally saying to my parents, hey guys, if you need me for anything, like you need me to do chores or anything like that, you got to book two weeks in advance. Yeah, that's how like micro planning I was doing. Every minute, every 15 minutes was planned. Um, And that ain't cool. (laughs) That is allowing that pendulum to go way too far into the over-controlling zone. And the other bad thing is when that pendulum goes all the way to the other side where we're actually not getting anything done. That's another place that we don't want to be. We want to be flexible. Um, We want to solidify plans that are really important that can't be moved. But allow us, allow ourselves to be flexible. Allow yourself to recognize when you're feeling like in, you're in a productive space and when you're feeling like you're not. Um, and allowing, allowing yourself to be in those places. Also, setting the right kinds of goals and taking the right process on those goals. So I... I talk a lot about goals and we won't jump into it too much in this episode. We will go into it a lot more. Um, I do goal setting courses. I do goal setting retreats. I do goal setting conferences, all of that kind of stuff. So we'll dive into that later, but make sure that you set the right kinds of goals and you have the right kind of process, structure, framework, and accountability team behind you so that you can actually accomplish the things you're trying to accomplish. um, And you're not just setting yourself up for failure. Uh, Just saying The other thing you can do is lay bricks. And I don't mean actually laying bricks. I enjoy laying bricks. I spent, um, I spent a long time in, in other parts of the world laying bricks and it's a very relaxing thing to do, but has absolutely nothing to do with what I'm talking about right now. Actually, when you build a wall, I built a lot of brick walls. So when you build a wall, you have to start with one layer of bricks. You can't really do like half the wall over here and then start over here and build that and then fill them in in the middle. It doesn't really work that way. You have to go row by row. You have to make sure each row is lined up, built on top of the other one. If the bottom set of bricks are all wonky and off off kilter, then the rest of the wall is going to continue that same pattern. So in that respect, think about the tasks that you're accomplishing. Baby steps is how I talk about it most of the time. Lay down those individual steps. Set yourself up for success. Have built, Build your habits on each other. That's why I say start with one thing, one change today. Do that for a few days. Let that incorporate into your routine and then try something new. And do that again and do that again and do that again and can 
continue that journey by laying those different foundational bricks learning new skills along the way, learning more about yourself and how to control that on and off switch and be able to get into these different states really quickly. You can go from being super productive to being super relaxed and back and forth as you need. And these are the kinds of tips and and tricks and strategies that can help you build that foundation. The other thing um, I recommend is I love variety. So I recommend changing your location. Uh, If you're working from home, you got the luxury, maybe, of uh, maybe working from the kitchen table for a couple hours or maybe sitting outside for a couple hours or thinking about whether or not you can take that phone call maybe while you're going for a walk. Do you have to be sitting at your desk? When When we can change our location, we can change our perspective, we can change our inspiration. So I was listening to a, a talk with a couple of writers recently, and they, they're all fiction writers, and they were talking about the different kinds of places that they go to write. And they were talking about, all three of them were talking about how they really can't pinpoint where, what place works best. In each phase of their process, something else, some, some new place will feel better. So this one author was talking about how um, at the local deli, there was one little tiny table right by the deli counter um, that was right next to the coffee machine. And he would sit there for a couple months writing his book, smelling um, the fresh bread in the bakery and uh, the coffee at the coffee machine. And uh, then for a while, he found that writing in Ubers was really productive for him. So he rode everywhere in Ubers and wrote, wrote, wrote. Um, And it's about finding locations that inspire you. And even if one inspires you now, switch it up. Change the decor in your office. Change what you're looking at. Um, freshen it up. Give your Stop giving your brain things to blur out. When, when I talk about routine being um, both our best friend and our, our greatest enemy, and we have to find that balance in between, is because if everything in our life becomes routine, our brains are designed to kind of blur those things together, to, to go on autopilot and to look for things that are different. So if everything around us is the same, our brains are going to start to turn off. On the other hand, if we have zero routine at all, our brains are constantly looking for things that are different, that's exhausting. So you want to find that middle ground between it. You want to give your brain opportunities to, to see things differently, to, to go through different kinds of routines and to experience things differently. Also, rehydrate. Make sure that you are drinking lots and lots of water. <coughs> drinking your water. Don't inhale your water like I do. You have to make sure that you are treating your body and giving your body what it needs. Do you need supplements? Do you need more water? Do you need more sleep? Give your body what it needs to work better. The other thing is to recognize when you're when you're coming across a block. When you're you can kind of like try and attack a problem so many times and then eventually it's going you're going to reach a point where you're not getting anywhere. <coughs> Excuse me. When you find that you're not getting anywhere, take a break. Try and use some of these other techniques. Collaborate with someone. Try and get their ideas, their perspective. Change your location. Maybe that will inspire a different way of thinking. Take a break. Sleep on it. Those kinds of things. Come back to it with a fresh mind. I highly recommend it. The other thing is to build in rewards. So this goes into my theories and my thoughts on goal setting. 
So if we're just setting our goal to be here, the highest peak of the mountain, we're forgetting about all those successes along the way. And I'm not, I'm not advocating for participation ribbons in this case. What I'm saying is to recognize the, the accomplishments along the way, those steps, those things that you have to learn in order to get over the next hurdle. Think of it less, think of it like um, accomplishing a big goal is part marathon, part hurdling event. Uh, and it's not about a leisurely stroll through the forest. It's about constantly coming up against barriers and challenges and obstacles and looking for ways to overcome those. It's a constant battle as you go through. So finding opportunities to reward yourself also goes hand in hand with gratitude. Be grateful that you have learned this new skill. Be grateful that you have the abilities to learn this lesson and to take in the wonderful things that are going to come because you've gone through that challenge. I also recommend, as I've mentioned before, visualization. Visualize your goals in whatever way um, looks best for you. So journal it or vision board it or create an interpretive dance. I'm totally down with interpretive dances. If you guys want to do um, an interpretive dance of any of my podcast episodes, please do. Please share them with me. I would love, love to see that. And finally, the, the last thing I want to give you here is the idea of getting new tools, recognizing where we have a deficit, where we're missing, and where we can fill ourselves up. So either we're looking for people who can help teach us those skills or um, services that can provide um, for areas that, that we need to get things done. Look at your community. Look for resources that can help you accomplish those things. And those are the many, many ways that you can just banish procrastination, put it on a shelf over there, um, and get way more stuff done in your life. Huh. Yeah. <laughs> So if you are interested in learning more about goal setting and so much more, join me at the Mindset and Impact Virtual Summit happening July 13, 14, and 15. And remember, pants are optional. Pants are optional. Yeah. You can get your free ticket today at leadershipmade.com. So before I sign off for today, remember, hit me up on all of my socials. I'd love to keep in touch. Leave me some awesome voice memos on the podcast page at anchor.fm slash lifelong. And until next time, everyone, remember, I love you. Be excellent to each other. And we'll see you Wednesday for the next live training event. Until next time, everyone. Bye.